Hi, folks. This is Mike Callahan again. Welcome back. Uh, hope you enjoyed listening to our uh, our podcast. Uh, I want to give a real quick shout out to uh, people I have the benefit of working with. One is Jeff Devereaux with No Veteran Left Behind. Uh, second one being uh, Harold Thomas, who works with the Dearborn Vet Center. We do a lot of work down there with uh, Guitars for Vets and and uh, and other programs that that he and the Vet Center are working on. And then more most recently, I've been getting to work with Murray Davis with the Vet Treatment Court, where we're putting on a program called uh, the uh, Seeing Lens. And there's a podcast out there with Murray that I interviewed uh, last couple weeks ago. So if you're interested in learning more about that, that podcast is out there. But today we've got Scott Vincent here in the in the virtual uh, studio. I've had the privilege of working with Scott in a couple of different capacities with PMI and that sort of thing. But he's got a ton of experience. He's three years in the Army and then got out and continued to work with uh, different military groups and supporting them and works in support of uh, PMI, the, the veteran outreach organization within the Great Lakes chapter of PMI. So he's got a bunch of things. So I won't... Uh, uh, continue to steal the thunder here, and I'm going to let uh, let Scott tell us a little bit about his about his himself. So, Scott, t- take it away. Well, thank you so much for having me, Mike, and hello everybody out there. Um, yeah, I uh, uh, I guess a quick rundown of of who I am and what I've done. Uh, you know, I'm a, a Michigan born and bred. I was born in Midland, Michigan, and raised there uh, until I was 19 years old when I left and I joined the army. Uh, I did about three years in the Army where I did a deployment to Iraq uh, in 2004 to 2005. And then after ETSing uh, from active duty, I continued to serve in the Army. Well, actually, I served in the Air National Guard for just a hot second and then transferred back over to the Army Reserves to finish out my initial eight-year uh, my initial eight-year commitment. Um, but as a civilian, uh, I continued to deploy to contingency operations. Uh, first as a contractor on the GMAS log cap and P- PMIED defeat contracts uh, over the course of several years after I got out from 2006 to 2009. And then in late 2009, I was appointed uh, by the Department of the Army to uh, be a weapons instructor for U.S. Army Tank Automotive and Armament Command, uh, which is headquartered out of the Detroit Arsenal in Warren, Michigan. Uh After about five years of that, I decided to take a break from federal service and go to college for about three and a half years, finish up my degree. Uh, And as soon as I uh, graduated college, I went straight back into federal service where I started working in the space program, uh, specifically with the United States Space Force. Um, I actually worked uh, for Air Force Space Command as it was turning into the United States Space Force, which was a very exciting thing for my career. I was actually out in Colorado, and then uh, I moved back to Michigan because I was missing the water and seasons, and uh, started working for the Army Corps of Engineers, running their small business programs for the Chicago and Detroit districts. And uh, recently, as about eight months ago, I was offered a promotion where I started working for Army Futures Command, specifically at uh, their Ground Vehicle Systems Center in Warren, Michigan, which is basically the Department of Defense's center of excellence for all ground vehicle research and development. And as you said, outside of it, I do a lot of volunteering with uh, military outreach for the PMI Great Lakes chapter. Wonderful. Wow. You you really got a impressive uh, track record. It's it's great to hear all that 
all that that you've done. What what are some of the things that you'd share with uh, veterans in terms of how you know you've been able to take what you did in the military and and then continue to parlay that into opportunities in the military, but in obviously in a totally different capacity and that sort of thing. What what are some suggestions you might have for uh, veterans to help them be more successful in their career pursuits? Any thoughts? Well, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, when I first got out of the army in 2006, you know, I, I had, I, all I had was my army training, you know, um, I hadn't been to college yet or anything like that. And, uh, but I wasn't interested in going to college quite right then. So I started working, um, uh, moving, you know, I was living in Michigan. And so obviously living in Southeast Michigan, I was working in automotive, um, but I hated it, you know, uh, I was just getting so sick of swimming around in oil and turning wrenches and I, and I just wanted to do something else. So I, um, but you know, the army kept offering me money to go overseas and the, it, it, this was the height of GWAT and the height of global war on terrorism. And they kept offering me like six figure jobs to go out to, to go out to Afghanistan and Iraq and work. And, you know, when you're 25 years old, I mean, you know, $175,000 a year, especially back in 2006, 2007, 2008, 2009, that was nothing to sneeze at. Um, but, um, you know, after the course of doing, turning all those wrenches for a couple of years, I, I, I got really tired of it. I was sick of staying dirty. Um, and then like, there's nothing wrong with turning wrenches, but, uh, I, I felt like I was destined for a little bit more than just being a functional specialist. So I started networking my way. And I think this is the first lesson right here is network, network, network. Um, you never know who you're working with, what, what kind of, what kind of, resources they might be able to provide for you whether that's a job or advice or you know maybe investment or something like that but i networked my way into my first position as a federal civil servant and you know i was about 26 years old i think 26 27 years old and um you know uh my boss at the time for the con for the defense contractors working for even he said, he's like, you're 27 years old. They're offering you that grade. You'd be dumb not to take it. You should absolutely take it. And I'm glad I did because it started me on the path of working in defense acquisitions. So first I started off as an instructor and um, I did that for a little bit, a couple more tours to, to Afghanistan. And then I moved into logistics management where I really started to understand how deep the depth of defense acquisitions and what life cycle management of all this different equipment that the military utilizes to help meet their missions. And as such, I really kind of fell in love with it. And I really felt my niche. So I worked in logistics management for uh, a couple years until I realized that like, Hey, you know, I've pretty much graded out without a, without a, without a uh, degree. So that brings me to my second, uh, second piece of advice is, you know, college is really important. It's important that you go when you're ready to go. You know, I started going in my early 30s, but um, don't sneeze at it. Um, you know, it is a great opportunity, whether that's college or trade school, but just, you know, continuing your education. And it also goes back to that whole networking thing I was talking about earlier. Um, a lot of the networking I did was when I was in college, because when I was in college, I got involved. I was on the GI Bill, so I had the ability to get involved uh and things like the student veteran association um and that my local sva chapter which i later became the president of and that allowed me to do a whole lot of networking um with both like outside industry guys and you know in internally in college you know i was on a first name basis with the dean of the business school you know um 
And from there, you know, I, I, once I graduated college, I got the job, you know, I started getting the job and it's like, well, where do you go when you get the job, you know, the, the job you wanted and the career that your career is starting to take off in the area you want? Well, you know, you start, you know, you start chasing new opportunities. Um, and one thing I found out was that I still, while I was a little bit more competitive than I had been before, you know, a, a supervisor, when I was working for, for Space Force at the time, it was Air Force Space Command, um, you know, he said to me, he said, you know, like, man, you would be so good. You're great on paper. The only thing you're missing is volunteer stuff. And I had just sat for the PMP exam, which was a beast of an exam. And so I was like, well, you know, let's get involved with PMI because it fits within my schedule. Um, that was about three years ago. And now I'm the director of military <laughs> outreach for uh, PMI Great Lakes. So uh, the point I'm trying to make uh, with all this that I think is good insight on it all is just, you know, you know, networking, volunteering and chasing after you know your education um and and continuing to learn constantly is only going to bring you good things it's only going to introduce you to new parts of life and the world and how that operates and it's only going to open up more doors and you really do lose nothing really you know you lose nothing so. hi Hold on for a second. I had my mute button turned on. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> Sorry about that. No worries. Um, I love what you're saying, uh, Scotty. That the uh, really the the key points being network. Uh, it's so much so important, and you're taking control. You're in control of your career. That's so obvious. You're not waiting for somebody to give you a job. You you know you're 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 networking. You're building relationships. You're getting the right kind of education when you need to get it and how you get it and, and own it. And then by volunteering, you're making all sorts of uh, valuable connections. So that's that's really great. I, I really appreciate uh, what you're saying. And it's it, it just comes through. It's part of why I enjoy really working with you. Yeah, just, was, uh, thanks. And, you know, I, I'd like to bet. share a piece of advice that someone gave me a long time ago is when I first got out of the Army, my first job when I was a process tech at Takata, you know, putting accelerant in the airbags. And it was a gentleman who was retiring, he was retiring as an engineer. And, and he kind of pulled me aside and I didn't really know the guy, but he said, Hey, you're new here. And I said, yeah, he's like, let me give you a piece of advice. Don't stop looking for new opportunities. Even if you have the opportunity that you want, you like, you got the job you want, like it's your dream job. Don't stop. Because if you do find a better opportunity and you compete for it and you don't get the job, well, you still have the job that you got that you love, so you've lost nothing, you know. But what you have done is you've gained a little bit more experience. You've gained a little bit more of experience in interviewing. You've gained a little bit more experience in discovering what your brand is. You've gained a little bit more experience in, you know, working with, you know, understanding what other people's needs are and how you can possibly meet them. So that when the next opportunity comes up, you're just even that much more competitive. And that's last that stayed with me for the last 17 years, you know. Yeah, that's that's really such a, a such a key point and it's dynamic you know don't don't stop keep going keep going as long as you have that it's kind of the entrepreneurial mindset or the the mindset that you're not is i'm not talking about starting a business but i'm talking about always looking for opportunity and finding opportunity and seeing opportunity when you're when you're out there and going after it when it when it makes sense that's cool
Well, listen, we, we could talk for probably all day, and I know we could because we have in, in the past and other times. But are there any final thoughts you have? I'm going to kind of summarize what you're saying. You know, you're talking about networking, you're talking about the right education, you're talking about volunteering, you're talking about having that drive and continuing to, to look for things and find opportunity. Any other kind of final final thoughts you have for our audience? Yeah, a couple. Um, you know, so the first one, you know, this is, you know, we talk you know, a lot of the audience here is, is military affiliated and, and, you know, um, I may have only spent three years in the army, but the army really changed me for the better. You know, it, it did a lot of good for me and I really loved working with war fighters. Um, and as you can see through my career, um, you know, working with war fighters has really become my passion, but I have, a, but I have a couple other passions too. And one of those is serving war fighters in different capacities. And, um, you know, you mentioned the Veterans Treatment Court. You know, I actually volunteered as a mentor at uh, the Veterans Treatment Court back in uh, in Macomb County, uh, Macomb County, Michigan, um, in man, like two, 2012 to 2015, which was an incredibly rewarding experience. Um, I, I worked with veterans who were dealing with substance abuse issues and anger management issues. These were issues that I was dealing with myself when I first got out and um, after combat and all that. Um, it was an incredibly rewarding experience. I would love to continue doing it, but it doesn't really fit with my professional schedule, which is why I continue working, serving the military community as director of military outreach for PMI, where I get to take my profession, which is project management and my love of war fighters and put them all together. And it's just a wonderful thing. And so anyone who's listening, who's thinking like, what can I do to just be better? You know, whether that's trying to get another edge on your career or just trying to find something rewarding, I highly recommend finding something that you're passionate about and, and working and, and donating your time and your talents towards it. Um, there was a man, a, a 15th century, 16, 15th century uh, Italian writer and sculptor. His name was Benvenuto Cellini, and he said that a well-rounded man is uh, is a uh, a warrior, a scholar, and an artist. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you got to be a, a soldier, a, a PhD carrier, and a and a painter. But rather, it means you know fighting for the things that you believe in. You know, it means that uh, you know it means creating things of value and beauty. And of course, it means, as I said earlier, always continuously trying to learn. And if you can apply those three things, I think it really helps you be on the path to being a very well-rounded individual. Very, very good. Very well said. That's a great point to leave, 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 leave with our audience. So thank okay, you. Can I, can I leave them with a plug though, too? Sure. Go ahead. Go for right. it. So, so, and Mike's going to be here <laughs> helping us out. But for those of you who are interested in getting certified as either a CAPM or a project management professional, the PMI Great Lakes chapter will be holding an application workshop. It's a virtual application workshop on uh, on June 10th from 10 a.m. Eastern to 2 p.m. Eastern. And you can find out about it by going to PMIGLC.org and going to the calendar and going to June 10th, and it's the only event on June 10th on the calendar, and you can register for it right there. It is absolutely free. This is a great venue for you to learn about the certification, what the exam entails, what to do if you get audited, and it gives you a chance to actually engage with real PMP holders, and they can give you great insight on the certification, on the exam for the certification, and on the actual trade of project management itself. Great. Same people there. And and I will uh, include that link on the on the write-up that goes with this podcast. So we'll be able to see it. 
Thank you. Okay. Well, <clears throat> again, thank you. Thank you for taking the time. We could we could talk for a whole lot more, but I think you really hit some key points and appreciate you taking some time out of your day. We we needed to get we got this schedule finally and and pulled it off. So I appreciate it. Thank anytime, you very much. Anytime. Happy to be here. And uh have have a great uh weekend and all, and I'll see you next week. Take care.